This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of steroids and stimulants from the knee and sports section on orthobullets.com. In this episode, we'll go over anabolic steroids, catabolic hormones, supplements, and stimulants. So starting with anabolic steroids, as a quick introduction, anabolic steroids cause increase in muscle strength, increase in aggressive behavior, increased erythropoiesis, and side effects of hypertension, liver tumors, increased LDL, decreased HDL, and hypercholesterolemia. As far as evaluation, know that an abnormally low high-density lipoprotein level, or low HDL, should alert the physician to the possibility of steroid use in an athlete. Blood testing examines for a testosterone-to-epitestosterone ratio of greater than 6 to 1. Physical exam in patients using anabolic steroids includes increased body weight, testicular atrophy, irreversible deepening of the female voice, alopecia, which is also irreversible, reduction in gonadotropic and sex hormones, that is estrogen and testosterone, and know that this can lead to decreased bone mineral density as well as oligospermia or azospermia. Physical exam may also reveal growth retardation and gynecomastia. As far as types of steroids, the ones to know include human growth hormone or HGH, androstenedione, DHEA, erythropoietin or EPO, and somatotropin. So human growth hormone, or HGH, is the most abundant substance produced by the pituitary gland. Growth hormone has a direct anabolic effect by accelerating the incorporation of amino acids into proteins. It is becoming an increasingly popular anabolic steroid substitute. Know that you can see similar effects to HGH from insulin-like growth factor, or IGF-1. Remember that HGH will increase muscle size but not strength. Side effects include myopathic muscle development, carpal tunnel syndrome, and insulin resistance. Moving on to androstenedione, this is an androgen produced by the adrenal glands and gonads. It acts as a potent anabolic steroid and is converted in the liver directly to testosterone with a resultant increase in levels after administration. Moving on to DHEA, this is a naturally occurring hormone made by the adrenal cortex. It is converted to androstenedione, which in turn is converted to testosterone. The beneficial and adverse effects of DHEA can be correlated directly with those of testosterone. Moving on to erythropoietin, or EPO, this stimulates hemoglobin production and increases O2 carrying capacity. Side effects include increased blood viscosity, which can lead to stroke or myocardial infarctions. Finally, somatotropin is a growth hormone that causes hypertrophy of type 1 muscles and atrophy of type 2 muscles. Moving on to catabolic hormones, the one to know is glucagon, which has a catabolic effect on skeletal muscle. Now let's go over supplements, and the one to know is creatine. As a quick introduction, creatine is derived from glycine, arginine, and methionine. It is a muscle and power building supplement, not an anabolic steroid. The mechanism is that creatinine is converted to phosphocreatine, which acts as a source of ATP for muscle. Studies have shown, although it can increase work in anaerobic trials, it cannot increase peak force. Know that creatine is widely used in conjunction with off-season weightlifting programs. In terms of outcomes, studies show mixed results with regard to enhanced sports performance. As far as risks of creatine, this substance pulls water from the blood vessels into the cells, creating a theoretical risk of dehydration. Creatine use has reports of cramps, increased muscle injury, and renal insufficiency, although this is rare. Now, let's end this review session talking about stimulants. This includes caffeine, ephedra, ephedrine, mahuang, which is often included in energy drinks, and amphetamines. So with respect to caffeine, know that doses of 2 to 3 milligrams per kilogram have been shown to improve performance. 
This works by reducing fatigue and increasing alertness. Know that caffeine was previously banned by the International Olympic Committee, or IOC, but athletes are now allowed up to 12 micrograms per milliliter of urine. Risks of stimulants include dehydration, impaired heat management, high blood pressure, and nervous system impairment. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question. A 23-year-old male sustained a pectoralis tendon tear with retraction 10 days prior and elects for operative repair. On laboratory evaluation obtained by his primary care physician, high-density lipoprotein, or HDL, is 25 mg per deciliter, with normal being between 35 to 65 mg per deciliter. Low-density lipoprotein, or LDL, is 85 mg per deciliter, with normal being less than 100 mg per deciliter, and hemoglobin is 17 g per deciliter, with normal being between 13.5 to 17.5 g per deciliter. What is the most likely etiology of these findings? And the choices are 1. Use of dianabol, 2. Use of creatine, 3. Use of growth hormone, 4. Use of erythropoietin, and 5. Use of ephedra. The correct answer to this question is 1. Use of Dianabol. So Dianabol, an anabolic steroid, has been implicated in tendon tears and decreases in HDL levels. To quickly review, anabolic androgenic steroids are synthetic derivatives of testosterone. They include protein synthesis in muscle cells, stimulate the release of growth hormone, and can reverse the effects of catabolic hormones such as cortisol. They may allow more intense and sustained workouts as well. They are used primarily to gain muscle and lose fat. The use of anabolic androgenic steroids has been associated with decreases in HDL and apolipoprotein A1, which is the major component of the HDL particle. They have also been involved with an increase in low-density lipoprotein, or LDL. These changes increase the risk of occurrence of premature cardiovascular events. Hartgens et al. performed a study to determine the effects of anabolic androgenic steroids on apolipoproteins and lipoprotein A. In a non-blinded study, they assessed lipoproteins and lipids in 19 subjects on anabolic steroids compared to those not taking steroids. They found decreased levels of HDL in those taking steroids. They conclude that anabolic steroids produce unfavorable effects on lipids and lipoproteins, leading to an increased risk of atherosclerosis. These changes persist after steroid withdrawal. Blue et al. performed a review of anabolic androgenic steroids. They report that for years, athletes have been using these substances. Side effects include tendon ruptures, osteonecrosis of the hip, psychosis, and suicidal behavior. They have also been found to alter normal lipid profiles. They conclude that sports organizations have continued to add more drugs to their lists of banned substances and detection methods for illicit drugs have improved. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, answer 2, use of creatine is incorrect, as the adverse effects of creatine supplementation include water retention, muscle cramping, dehydration, and nausea. It has not been associated with tendon tears or decreases in HDL. Answer 3, use of growth hormone is incorrect, as the adverse effects of growth hormone use include acromegaly, heart disease, cardiac failure, glucose intolerance, and myopathy. It has not been associated with tendon tears or decreases in HDL. Answer 4, use of erythropoietin is incorrect, as the adverse effects of erythropoietin use include hyperviscosity of the blood, leading to ischemic and thromboembolic events, hypertension, flu-like symptoms, and hyperkalemia. It has not been associated with tendon tears or decreases in HDL. And finally, answer 5, use of ephedra is incorrect, as the adverse effects of ephedra supplementation include psychiatric, 
autonomic, and gastrointestinal symptoms, as well as heart palpitations. It has not been associated with tendon tears or decreases in HDL. Moving on to the next question. A 17-year-old wrestler is noted to demonstrate increased aggression and hostility towards others at school. These are the most common behavioral side effects of what performing enhancing drug? And the choices are 1. Furosemide, 2. Erythropoietin, 3. Stenozolol, 4. Alpha-ketoglutarate, and 5. Propanolol. The correct answer to this question is 3. Stenozolol. Stenazolol, commonly sold under the name Winstrol, which is the oral form, and Winstrol Depot, which is the intramuscular form, is a synthetic anabolic steroid derived from dihydrotestosterone. Anabolic steroids are a class of performance-enhancing drug taken to increase muscle mass and strength, reduce recovery time, and decrease muscle catabolism. These substances mimic the effects of testosterone and dihydroxytestosterone, causing increased protein synthesis. Anabolic steroids have a long list of physiologic side effects, including hypertension, liver disease, changes in cholesterol, and gynecomastia. The most common behavioral side effects are aggression, hostility, and violence. To quickly go over the incorrect answers, the other choices may have a number of side effects, but aggression and hostility have not been shown to be common behavioral effects of these drugs. So answer one, furosemide is the most commonly used banned diuretic in sports. Answer two, erythropoietin, stimulates increased red blood cell production and is used as a doping agent. Answer 4, alpha-ketoglutarate, is a dietary supplement used by bodybuilders that is claimed to improve athletic performance by removing excess ammonia from the body. Finally, answer 5, propanolol, is a beta blocker that athletes may use for its anxiety-reducing effects, resulting in steadier hands, an even heart rate, and the increased ability to focus. And moving on to the final question, which of the following is a side effect from anabolic steroid use? And the choices are 1, renal failure with secondary hyperparathyroidism, 2. Decrease in low-density lipoprotein. 3. Decrease blood pressure. 4. Decrease in fat. And 5. Decrease in high-density lipoprotein. The correct answer to this question is 5. Decrease in high-density lipoprotein. So anabolic steroids decrease high-density lipoprotein levels. They may either increase or have no effect on low-density lipoprotein levels. Elevations in blood pressure have been observed in athletes who use anabolic steroids. They do not appear to decrease fat mass. Abnormally low high-density lipoprotein levels may suggest steroid use in an athlete. Hartgens et al., along with Blue et al., showed that steroid use led to decreases in HDL in bodybuilders. That's all for this review about steroids and stimulants. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you aren't already, be sure to follow OrthoBullets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the OrthoBullets podcast.